Diary entry number 11. Here's a fun fact. So I re-listened to diary entry number 10. And for every diary entry leading up to that one, I've said diary entry number and then the actual number. For the last one, I just said diary entry 10. I didn't say number. So that will forever haunt my dreams. Um, <laughs> it's just not something you want to do for a person who has OCD. Um, but that's okay. We're moving on. It's fine. Um, where am I this week? I'm in a really good place. I've been in the valley for so long that to be now up high on the mountain is terrifying. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with finally getting a lot of my eating habits under control again. Um, you know, I'm going plant-based. I've lowered my caffeine. Um, I find that I fast periodically um, some days just for a couple hours. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not one of these people that can like fast, fast, but you know, I, I can do so for a certain amount of time and it really has cleared my head and my heart. Um, I've been really investing time in prayer and in Bible. Um, this go round of, um, Bible reading, I recently bought, um, the Bible recap book. So a lot of you might know it from, um, the podcast, which is really awesome. So basically you read a chunk of the Bible, you read it in chronological order because the Bible isn't set in chronological order. It's, it's set up, um, based on the different types of books, like the history books, poetry books, um, prophets, you know, different <clears throat> sections like that. And so this, um, podcast helps you to read it chronologically and then it kind of gives you a recap of what you just read. Well, they created a book for it, which is great because I do a lot better reading than listening. Um, so I read like say Genesis one through three, and then I'll read that portion of the recap in my book and kind of get a quote unquote recap of what I just read. Um, but I also bought the message Bible to, um, assist me during this. And, and, and that's kind of what I'm focusing on. I was very, um, skeptical of that particular translation. Um, Oh, it's not translation, it's actually a paraphrase, but um, I was skeptical of even reading it because I tend to be a very black and white person, but God's teaching me grace and love and open-heartedness. And I realized, that, you know, once I was reading quite a few sections that um, that the truth is there and that it, it does a great job of just putting the Bible in terms that we can easily understand. Um, and so I, of course, have my trusty NASB, you know, for backup but um but I'm, I'm really enjoying doing this um and for any of you who thought have ever thought to themselves that i'd love to read the bible if i could actually understand it i definitely recommend starting with the message because it reads like a storybook and it's beautifully written and it just really captures what scripture's about and then from there you could go you know into like an niv or um an nlt uh, translation um, which again you know probably not as easy to read as a message, but, um, easier translations to really understand, and absorb. And then you can kind of get into the harder stuff after that. <laughs> then you can go full King James. No. Um, anyway, so, uh, I'm really, really enjoying this and, um, thankful to have the guidance of scripture in my life. And, um, and, and not just fasting from food, I guess. I fast now from social media. And it was interesting because I got this um, email the other day that was um, <laughs> an article basically saying, um, you know, five ways that you can reduce your stress when you're online and on social media. And I'm just like, oh, I don't even have to worry about that. So sorry, guys. <laughs> like, And I forgot about that because I was just like a bucket of nerves just constantly being online and scrolling and 
and wondering what I got to post and thinking about. And I would think in terms of posts, like I'd be going around my day and then I would like narrate like how this would be a great post. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like an illness. Like, <laughs> I'm sure none of you know what I'm talking about. Um, but it, it is an illness. Like whether you are constantly posting or if you're just lurking and scrolling and seeing what other people are up to, it's not healthy. Like we can pretend it is all we want. It's not. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, it's, it's all evil, but just learning the more and more that I have of, about how social media was set up and how it's been created to just create addicts out of us and to put the spotlight on ourselves, you know, and on what we got going on. It's just the less I want to do anything with it. Like, I'm just like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm over here chatting with Jesus, but it's okay. Um, and I realized like what a big block that was in my own like in a life. And again, that's not for everyone, you know, trust me, like some people like don't even care about social media and I applaud you and I want to be you. Like, that's awesome. Like my husband, he's like, he can have an account and he's like never on there. And people are like, wow, you're not dead. If he ever like changes his profile picture, <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, I'm alive. I just live in the real world. It's cool. Um, so I think it's like, okay for us to step away from these things and realize like there's life outside of here. And I think when we do that, we're less susceptible to um, being angry and bitter all the time about what's going on in the news and all these injustices and all this stuff. And it's like, because when when you really interact with a person and you really are face-to-face and you really are taking that time to get to know them and to invest time into them and to love them, all that other online stuff doesn't matter. It's just phoniness. It, it, it's just a mirage, you know, like it, it's not real. And and you got to think about like how you come off on there as well. Because I realized like I used to just curate my whole entire life, you know, like I let you see what I wanted you to see and it looked pretty darn good. Uh, but that's not all the truth. And, and that's interesting because I am like a very transparent person, even online. I probably vomit too much on there anyway. But at the same time, it was still like a certain type of aesthetic I wanted people to see. Um, and that's just not good. <laughs> you know, this is like the first time in history we've lived in this type of world. You know, I was listening to podcast the other day where she, she mentioned this, like this type of world where we just are in each other's business and we constantly know what's going on with each other. And we never like in friendships, like we're constantly still friends with people that we knew like from kindergarten, right? On Facebook. And that's not healthy. Like how can we have like a million people in their lives in our heads? Like we're not created for that. Like it, it's, it's almost absurd to think about it. And no wonder people get anxiety. No wonder people get depressed. No wonder people play the comparison game when you're on there. Anyway, this is not what I wanted this um, episode to be about at all. But <laughs> now to get back off my soapbox. But no, I, I think it's important though, because again, you know, this isn't for everyone. There, there's going to be plenty of people that are totally okay on there and do a great job of bringing Christ to the masses online. And I think that's brilliant. Um, but there are a lot of us who keep fooling ourselves and keep on telling ourselves that, you know, it's fine, it's okay, and quit anytime, and we end up sounding like addicts because we are. And I will be the first one to raise my hand to say, I think I had a problem with it. Like, it was just one of those things I had to be on, and I constantly was on, and I, you know, and I got to see what's going on, and I got, and if I'm not on there, then, you know, oh my gosh, my world's going to explode, and it's like, eh, no, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> There's a whole other world out here. And again, I think it was one of those things I needed to cut from my life to really hear God's voice. And so who do who do I want to listen to? Like a bunch of people complaining about the president or God? I choose God. So hopefully if you're in that same space, you know, I give you permission. You do not have to stay on there. Just walk away. 
you will you will thank me later um I really wanted to talk about in this episode kind of my writing future and where I think I'm being led and and kind of next steps for stuff so um not a lot of new info but I did write a post on Friday about how um I'm stepping off of uh KDP and just you know um I'm publishing my books, but then offering them for free on my website. So if you go to ericaclay.com, click books at the bottom on the menu, you will see all my books and you have an option to download each one if you want. And it goes straight to your Kindle or to your PDF or other e-reader. So it's pretty cool. Um, But I did since then make the decision to keep my books on Amazon as well, but just the print copies. Um, And I've lowered the price as well. And I did that because I realized there are a lot of people I know personally who just buy my print copies. (laughs) And I feel really bad being like, okay, well, now you got to buy an e-reader. But I still, like, my heart's still in the same place because I want to do this for free. And I want an option for people to be able to read my stuff for free. So I'm still there. and And I love that. I just kind of felt bad like there are several people that buy my print copies when they come out you know especially with a new book and so this kind of you know took care of that and it's also kind of nice because for a while I was trying to um just sell the print copies through my website using draft to digital but it took a little while for me to order them and then to have to do the whole sales tax and um shipping and all that is just bizarre so now you can just go to amazon and buy a print copy but again if you want an ebook copy you need to come to my website you can subscribe and then download it here's the thing i've actually put the buttons under the books so that like you can download it without technically subscribing but you know i am hoping you do the right thing And go ahead and subscribe. I thought about that for a while and I was playing with the idea of, okay, you have to subscribe and then I'll just shoot you the email that has a link to it, um, which I can do through WordPress and it'll automatically send that email. And it does anyway, so you'll still get a link. Um, but I was like, eh, it's okay. You know, like I want people to read these books. And so I'm willing to put that button on there for you. Um, so, and what's crazy is like, I've had quite a dramatic increase in numbers of down, or downloads of my books. Um, and that just is awesome and amazing. And if you happen to read one, if you don't mind doing a Goodreads review on it or an Amazon review or whatever, just that would be cool. Um, and yeah, that would be really cool because, um, yeah, those help other people that are on those spaces to see, Hey, this is a good book. Maybe I should read it. And I hope they do. Um, so that's kind of where I'm going with like, you know, what I'm doing with my books now. So once a bird alone is finished, um, I'm writing that still writing it. Once I edit it and I'm finished with it, it will be available both for free. Um, if you subscribe, so it'll be on my website where you can download it or as a print book. Um, right now with that manuscript, I am kind of floating with it. Um, I think the last I spoke to you guys, I was going to be, um, waiting until summer to really dig in and I still have plans for that because I'm using my carpal time instead of writing my book like I was I'm using it to um do my bible study and I decided to do that because I'm kind of at a a point in the novel where I kind of need to be going back and reading through it again and it's kind of hard to do that on google docs I like to do that in word and kind of really get in there and edit and all that good stuff so I have it uh, on my desktop and yesterday I kind of added a little bit to it. So I'm just kind of like trickling here and there a couple words and I'm not really too worried about it till summer because when summer comes, I don't have to get up early and take it to school. So I'll get up early and do my 500 words or, or use that time to read and edit. And by the end of the summer, I'd, I'd like it ready to go. And it's kind of pushing back my timeline for it. But honestly, like I'm really not 
pressuring myself anymore. And it wasn't, I, 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 yeah, I think I was pressuring myself. I think before, again, like getting into this whole social media thing and online and marketing and all this good stuff, I felt like, oh my gosh, I gotta do this. I just don't act like that anymore or feel like that. You know, I just feel like, you know, this is my time with God to write what's on my heart and in my mind. And hopefully, you know, do what I intend. That's to bring people to Jesus, to have them kind of consider Christ um, and start that journey. And and so I'm kind of just having fun. Um, and that's the same thing with my site. Like, I like doing these because they're fun. <laughs> they're not professional at all. And you probably roll your eyes if you even listen to them. And that's okay. You can start a podcast too. <laughs> and I can listen to it and roll my eyes. So <laughs> just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I'm a very polite person. Um, let's see. So, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm just taking more of a laid-back approach. And I'm focusing more on, like, the conversations I have in the comments on my blog posts or in the emails that I've sent. Like, that's where I find um, connection and guidance, whether I'm receiving it for someone, which, trust me, you guys have been amazing, um, my fellow writer friends especially, or, you know, I'm you know, helping someone else with something. Um, and I find that that's really cool. And, and I enjoy that. Um, what else do I got for my writing? I felt like there was more to this. <laughs> it's just not. Um, so, oh, that's kind of what I would say. So I really feel like this might be, a bird alone might be my last fiction novel. Um, more for a while, like, or fiction novel, last novel. Jeez, that's like, redundant right um so I, I think this can be my last novel for a while um because I kind of feel like with this whole like bible study I'm doing right now with the message and the bible recap that I'm being led to maybe write like a nonfiction book at some point um I kind of feel like I might continue and complete this entire bible study before I write another book I don't know it's just gonna take me a while because I'm reading the entire bible so but um but I'm I'm excited by the prospect of that because um, I love fiction. I really do. But I I really like, I mean, really I'm better at writing nonfiction stuff like creative essays or, um, or yeah, I mean, really creative essays are my jam. And I like poetry too. I guess because they're smaller and easier. And so if I wrote like a nonfiction book, I, I don't, it would be like maybe smaller pieces you know of like what I'm trying to say versus like long drawn out chapters involving five million characters I I don't know and again I love fiction in my novels and they'll definitely be available but I I think I'm going to go in a different direction and I don't know where that is so if you could pray for me that'd be great and I'll pray for me and we'll see where we get to but again like I'm just like this weird chilled out version of who I used to be and it's really freaking me out I think a lot of it is like not having as much caffeine as I used to (laughs) so (laughs) I used to be like "Ah," you know and now I'm just like meh um which I kind of like because I really probably need to chill out a bit um so that's kind of where I am um if you're a writer where are you like where are you in this stage of writing let me know Um, You can write a comment on this post um, that I publish on my website, or you can email me at support at ericaclay.com. I would love to hear your writing journey and kind of where you're at and what you're thinking, um, ideas you have. I'm, you know, 
trying to figure this thing out with God's help. And the biggest thing I can say is to just, you know, listen to him and to also get rid of the things in your life that keep you from listening to him. Because if you are stuck right now, if you're in a rut, if you feel sad or depressed or you just don't know what to do in your life, most likely you're not hearing from him because there's something blocking you from hearing him. And if you look into scripture, um, there's a ton of reasons as to why, um, why you might not be hearing from God. I was listening to a podcast about this recently and they pointed out Hezekiah and how God left him alone in order to search his own heart and to find the pride in his own heart, right? As to why like he wasn't hearing from God. And I think that's a really great point again. And I talked about this, I think in my last um, episode about, you know, self-assessment and really take, pretend you're someone else looking at your own life and make a list of the things that aren't jiving, you know, it might be, you know, eating habits or not enough sleep or watching stuff you probably shouldn't be watching. And you might think in your head, well, that's okay. And, and, you know, it might not be necessarily bad, but maybe it's a distraction, you know, um, look at your online life. What are you doing? Are you on there too much? Do, Do you look at it as a way to self soothe or comfort yourself? Like look at all these things because, Anything can become an idol. Anything. Um, And self-deception is just that. It will deceive you. (laughs) And it's easy to just get into that mindset. And I am speaking as someone who has lived that life. And I don't want that for you guys. So, you know, perfectly consider where you're at in life and the things that you need to prune, the things you need to let God prune and cut from your life in order to hear his voice. Because I can tell you, I have been in that struggle of, no, I'm not going to caffeine. There's no way. There's no way I can do that. Or I'm not doing this or that. Or I am, no. And I was just causing myself extra misery. And once you do kind of step away from that, you do feel so much closer to Christ. And here's the thing, like I'm having an up season currently like I'm I'm walking into this up season quote unquote and I know I know I'll have another another down one and so I'm thankful for what I've learned so far because when I go into that next valley I don't want to be deceived I want to have eyes open ears open heart open like all of it mind clear to you know cling to God through all of it because you can't do anything on your own I know that's probably the exact opposite of um, what you hear. You know, you are enough. No, you're not. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, princess. Like, <laughs> none of us are. Like, none of us are enough. We are nothing without Christ. And until uh, we truly know and understand that and, you know, submit completely every inch of our lives and stop the typical... Um, grooves and ruts we get ourselves into i'm raising my hand right now because i am the queen of that for any of you who have like been around for more than a day you know that i have gotten into such a weird rut whenever i was like figuring out writing on social media and i was probably writing the same post over and over and you're probably like please erica shut up and say something else and you probably are still now but (laughs) i can tell you that when you do finally step away from those things and allow god to work you will come out the other side. I promise you that. And so I'd like to pray for everyone now. 
Um, dear Lord, we submit our lives to you every inch. Search us, search our hearts. Let us know what it is that we aren't doing that pleases you. Um, keep us focused on the real thing, and that is the good news of Jesus Christ, of what he did on the cross, dying and suffering for us and resurrecting and taking our place, paying off the debt that we owe for our evil, for the sin that runs through us, Lord. But you paid that debt for us so that now we can live in your freedom. We can give over all the things that hinder us and keep us from running our race. And I pray over every single person listening to this who is having a hard time maybe hearing your voice and has to make a big decision or needs a change in their life. Um, I pray that they just cling to you, that they are led to the things that are keeping them from hearing you. I know the great things you've done in my life, Lord, and continue to do. And I know all the ways I mess up constantly and consistently. And so I pray for these people as well who are listening that um, that they are that their intention is brought to maybe the places in their lives where they keep stumbling, um, and that they just do away with it. You know, cut off, cut off the hand that's making you sin, type thing. And we pray that we do that, Lord. That we bring everything to you and rely on you deeply, whether we're having a valley season or, or a pie on a mountain, wherever we are, that we constantly keep praising you and thanking you for the breath in our lungs. Because the only reason we are here is because of what it says in Genesis, that the air that we breathe, that the, the breath running through our lungs right now is your breath. And to really consider that, how we are breathing in your spirit and, and we have your spirit we have the holy spirit for those of us that have totally um, given our lives to you and have accepted your free gift of salvation and i just pray that over everyone listening that they that their hearts will break for what break break for over what breaks yours and that they will truly give their lives over and accept your salvation that you give us freely lord we are so thankful for you in your name we pray amen um I just pray that we continue to walk with God and I pray that as weird and awkward and strange and um, random I am on these podcasts that I give you at least a bit of comfort that you know that there is a crazy lady on your Apple Podcasts app or whatever you're listening to this that doesn't have it all figured out. And only shares these things. And I can tell you the reason I share this is because I constantly have Paul's um, Paul's verse in my head, his whole, you know, follow me as I follow Christ, which sounds almost like oh, follow me as I follow Christ. But that's not what Paul's saying at all, right? Like he went through so much and he's the first one to say that he's the worst of sinners. And hello, I'm raising my hand. I am the worst of sinners. I am like a like, horrible human being on my own. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. But um, I've gotten through this life because of God. And I just pray that you guys really think of that too. And in those areas that maybe you're not letting God have in because I've been there, done that. And um, I'll probably continue to be there and do that in, in different areas. But we constantly have to be assessing and, and allowing God to convict our hearts. Um, so that we can let go of these things that bind us and keep us hindered and we can't run our race and we can't have joy and freedom and knowing what Christ did. Like, guys, we don't die. Like, we die, but we, like, we get to come back and, like, we get to rule with Christ. We get to be with Christ. That is huge. And 
And I think we say it all the time. We just go to church and blah, 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 we sing the songs. And like, we're not really like constantly understanding or appreciating um, how huge that is, how big that is, and how fortunate we are to have that in our lives. And I think that's what separates true follower of Christ from a non-believer is that we have that peace. <laughs> we don't have to worry about this world. You know, we see it all the time. The world's dying. As much as it wants to pretend it's not, it's dying. And it will be replaced. And I don't know about you, but I want to be here when it is and when there's something new and there's no more sorrow or tears. Um, there's nothing but, but happiness and love for one another. True, just love. And so, anyway, this episode's been so weird. <laughs> I really just want to talk about my writing, but... Oh, well, I'm going to say, like, the title is going to be about my writing and, like, the little blurbs about my writing. And then it's going to be like, ha, just kidding, in your face. So, no. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> my one listener. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, anyway, as usual, if you want to reach out, you can contact me at support at ericaclay.com. Or if you go to ericaclay.com, you can enter in your email. And I have all my books for free now for you. And I pray that you do enter in your email because when you do, you also get my blog posts and my poetry and these episodes in your inbox, which is pretty cool because you don't have to go anywhere. You can just hit play right from your email. How fun is this? Okay, so thank you guys. Um, it's been great chatting with you. We'll talk soon. Bye.